welcome back. Today's episode is going to address, and I'll explain why I feel this way, and perhaps you should as well, because it's about holding people accountable instead of being angry and blaming one or two or three or 50 people for everything that's gone wrong or poorly in our lives. Uh, so basically, I think America earned its coronavirus death toll award. And why it happened was because of the lies and the partisan fight for the control of our nation. Uh, it made some people might not like that, but we had a couple of chances to really have our numbers be better than the rest of the developed world. And it, it was the this partisan nonsense BS uh, that caused that to not be able to come about. So the epidemic swept through because it wasn't under any kind of compassionate control. And I'm not going to call it a pandemic because these other countries, the developed nations, had teams of trained people without partisan hatred in their heart who, who did their jobs. So whatever issues those countries were facing, it probably did include four years of sedition uh, and a bunch of resistance bullshit. So America lost a lot of lives because of the misdirection of those in charge of America's response. And I'll stop, and this is not part of anything that I had pre-planned, but a lot of the lives we lost are people who t did not live or lead healthy lives, much like, and I think I said this in one of my very first episodes, much like the whole pretending like there's a uh, health care um, problem when more women of color are losing their lives giving birth or during the childbearing process and they blame that on the healthcare system um, you go back and look and let's you know there are usually some there's usually some better kind of correlation there's, there's some other cause and a big part of it is that uh, black women in America 53% of them are obese and 28% are morbidly obese and the, it's not like they're like, hey, I shouldn't have a child. If they want to have a child, they're going to try to have a child. But to turn around and blame their deaths because of uh, hypertension and other diseases and other... We have, we're all talking comorbidity now. So I think it's good that the mainstream media, the lying fake news jackasses, aren't... They, they kind of drop that whole uh, dis, uh, health outcome disparity just for the time being to get through this coronavirus bullshit. So um, back on track here. You know, we've had two teams, maybe three, you could argue, but we've had two sizable teams fighting for control of the United States. Uh, and when it comes to bad news, good news, winners and losers, let's be perfectly blunt. The Trump team, the people in charge, visibly in charge, had everything to lose from these deaths, whereas whatever deep state or Democrat, Marxist, progressive, whatever you want to call them, they had everything to gain from the deaths. So ultimately, and, and unfortunately, the experts who are supposed to, or who had the ability to greatly reduce the number of deaths, they were attached to team deep state, okay? Uh, we know this here, and I'll, here's a, here, there are basically like two or three things that should have been handled very differently and we would have had a very different outcome so i really think the covid uh, response the covid 19 response would have gone down differently 
if scoring political hit points wasn't the actual battle, I mean, do they really, these people that are making the decisions for us, they're walled off. They've got uh, protection services. They've got access to health care that none of us do. And here's where, this, here's this one I'm not backing away from because this one's like shows the ignorance of Democrat leaders, a few Republicans, and the fake, dim-witted, lying news. Dr. Fauci should not have lied about PPE if it works, okay? I'm not saying it works. I'm saying if it works, because that's the argument today. The, the, the masks, I, I, I do believe, you know, washing, using the proper antibacterials, uh, those, those are useful. Those, are, those serve a function, right? But if he wouldn't have lied about the PPE and downplayed the spread and severity of coronavirus. Do you remember that? We're supposed to trust. We were told, don't listen to Trump. Only listen to the experts. Well, that dipshit lied coming out of the box. And why did he lie? Well, we know for sure because he admitted it later. One reason was the Obama administration depleted PPE equipment, you know, the, the PPE stuff, uh, what, two years? Two, for the last two years of his second term, he'd received multiple responses to replenish those supplies because the, whoever's in charge of maintaining these inventories said, hey, we issued them when you requested them over the last few years. We're out. Uh, those got buried. So this whole let's just blame one person thing, I, I mean, I've had enough. It's ignorant. It's 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 retarded. Okay, so anybody and anybody willing to argue that Trump should have inquired or known about these, you know, invisible inventories because they were never they were never replaced, hasn't been paying attention to how many freaking traitors we've had. You know, the resistance people. So if you cherished the resistance, you own the depleted resources and the people who would lie about the condition or the levels of resources available to PPE and stuff. Then you have the whole ventilator thing. New York couldn't afford to keep their ventilators on standby, so they auctioned them off. Then Trump sent them a ship with with the, the all of the facilities required to handle an overflow, to quarantine them on a Navy ship. And it was an insult to New York. Do you remember that? This, let's pick what we want to be pissed about, doesn't work with me. It really shouldn't work for anybody. Because then you're just going to be, we're just going to be a bunch of failures and losers until it stops. So those, those resistance people that, that everybody cherished and prayed would be able to impeach Trump are largely to blame because they were all over the administration. And we can see it now from all the unredacted stuff that's come out, how, how hard these people worked to make what happened happen. And that includes the negative stuff. So you own it. You own it, folks, if you were in on that. So, and here's another thing, and it's just about as important. Had Trump stepped in and personally managed the virus response, heads would have exploded. And you know that because it's, it's, this is one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't, uh, scenarios. It always has been. His years were that. If he took control of it, he was a tyrant. 
a monarch, right? And it's strange that uh, in an advanced society, the, the, the worship of a liar, so pro, prolific like Fauci, Fauci and doing it so willing, um, it's just bizarre. If he wanted to uh, avoid the depleted mask situation, you know, so he wouldn't, you know, they probably instructed you're not to bring that up because it will go back to Obama. And we just, all of the hate has to be directed towards the, to Trump, right? So he should not have said COVID-19 was less than the flu. I think he said something vague like that, less than the flu. So less fatal less contagious just less is what i believe his first words in that interview um so this very early reporting set the stage for the spread to move beyond containment level now back in the day you could go in you probably could still find it somewhere on cdc's website until then uh you know it was whatever he did about that was either deliberate or willfully ignorant because all of the information we have out there years and you know decades of our research and studies indicated that with a normal fluid society that moves around and does things, once the IFR that rate hits like 1%, you would have to completely weld people into their homes to be able to contain it. So his first lie allowed it to blast past that containment in our little epicenter, which was New York City, right? New York City. Of course, it has to be in the bastion of blue ignorance. So we have de Blasio, who's actually all kind of off the radar because he's just not doing stupid, loud vocal things right now because how could he out upstage uh, grabby, gropey Governor Mar uh, Andrew, Andrew Cuomo right this time, right now? I mean, it's almost impossible, right? So once that got out, once it spread beyond, it went from New York that European variant is what we have to thank for many, many of our cases. In fact, in Louisiana's case, they recorded at 100%. I don't believe it's 100%. Probably, you know, if there's one case they just never really traced back. But they did the testing. They know where it came from. They tested. You know, trust the science. Trust the science on this. It came from New York. Uh, What's weird is, you know, even though New York was a city was the super spreader, uh, you can call everyone else the bad guy super spreader, but the epi epidemic would not have been so devastating if bashing Trump wasn't so important, right? It was, it was like on the, on the special on the menu for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for five years. So we had uh, Governor Andrew, possible sexual predator Cuomo, screaming about xenophobic travel bans when Trump suggested a quarantine on people in the tri-state area, Governor Cuomo actually said that that proposal is a declaration of war on states and that we would be Wuhan, China, if Trump followed through. Now, by June, Cuomo said on CNN, if you start walling off all areas across the country, you'd be just totally bizarre, counterproductive, antisocial, anti-American. He also uh, had a mandatory quarantine period for people coming in back into New York State. Um, like I said, I mean, I, the numbers that I recall seeing for, for half a dozen states uh, had determined that 70 to 100% of their cases actually came from New York. I, I guess people panicked. We know they panicked and fled to Florida early and that caused the spike in Florida. 
Um, so it, that wasn't a declaration of war because, again, the first chance was to stop it was, was blown by Fauci. The second chance to stop or, or slow or contain was New York. So that mask and severity lie package came from, from Fauci and the second one uh, second spoil chance was from New York's high-profile alleged, you know, executive uh, sexual predator. So, but there's another layer of minion-like behavior, too. We had Nancy Pelosi and others saying, come to Chinatown. It's safe and fun. Don't be a racist. Come to Chinatown, right? Now, it's interesting because I'd like to think that if I were in a position like hers, I wouldn't just say, come to Chinatown. I would say Americans, try to... Go about your normal activities, and uh, or if you're concerned, reduce your how how you socialize right now till we have better information, better data on this, right? But she nailed it down to something Chinese, so people like AOC could cry about people not wanting to patroning is what I guess she comes up with Chinese or Asian establishments. By the way, uh, I'm from the Chicago area, from the Midwest. So the powers that be over here turned a blind eye towards the Asian nail salons in Chicago because whenever they're on the news for treating a, taking care of, providing service to a dignitary or uh, leader or celebrity, it was always an Asian nail salon. And after a while, they just started putting that brown paper on the inside of the window so the camera crews couldn't film them anymore. But boy, I'm really not going after, I'm not going after a race angle. It's our history of elected leaders, uh, policymakers, defending segments of our society with stupid statements like we need to honor the, uh, these people, this minority, whatever this group. We need to honor the distinct cultural differences. And that's absolute shit because it's this pick and choose kind of behavior um, that prevent, well, it prevents things like a cohesive COVID prevention measure from being effective, right? from anything really take being able to work right. Single this group out, do this, enforce this, don't enforce that. No. Um, remember, here's, here's a great example, and this goes a little bit further back. And uh, this, this, is still, this comes back up in the news once in a while. Do you remember when they destroyed a Christian baker for refusing to bake uh, the gay wedding cake while simultaneously awarding Muslim delivery drivers $240,000 for refusing to deliver alcohol? I think it was in Peoria. Uh, in, uh, notice this insanity always happens in blue areas like Colorado and Illinois. So w we need to pick something and stick with it because that's what causes all the, a, a lot of this, I would imagine. You can't have all these different rule sets or gifts extended uh, honors bestowed and expect any kind of normalcy in your society and again i get the at the heart of all of this is the hatred just the just insane mindless hatred that we've been living through and uh, the, the source of it that just seems to flow this volcano of hate just flows out of congress that same congress that's so shocked and surprised when people go after them and that's it take care everybody